Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, JB, and we'll be right back with hour two with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, you have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Misinformation once again. It totally is misinformation. What do you know? Like completely. Like the world. Is when is our When is our test on? Twelve thirty-five. Okay, I can. I'm going to talk about this because it's like a thing. What? Okay, so on social media, circles there's something. this picture of these. What are those little trays and labs? Petri dishes. Yeah, like little petri dishes, mm, and smart. they have red. Yeah, you know. They have I know words. I know things. <laughs> Basically, scientists. Um, and there's so there's pictures of them, and it's like with oh. a mask, without a mask, and it shows like the spores yeah. or whatever. The growth, yeah. Yeah, and it's this man put held it. <clears throat> I think, or it was held two, three feet, two to three feet from his face. Okay. And he coughed, sang coughed twice and spoke or something okay and then it showed what it and it was like why you should wear a mask blah 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 but problem is it what was in the petri dishes was bacteria and covid isn't bacteria it's a virus and covid is a lot smaller than bacteria (laughs) and bacteria grows and viruses don't grow. Yeah, viruses, well, you can grow them in a Petri dish, but it requires very specific circumstances, and it takes forever. Exactly. Whereas a bacteria, yeah. it'll grow overnight. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's like, it looks peppered with all yeah. of the, and so you're like, oh my gosh, this is so dramatic. But yeah. it's like, it's not, that's not even but, COVID. But if, couldn't it like be applied to say like, okay, if this is how far like bacteria went, that you could say COVID also, even though it's not bacteria, could go that far? It, like, can, it like, definitely can, but it just, it, 
made it makes it seem a lot worse than it actually is like yes. it made because then it showed like without a mask mm -hmm. it showed without a mask and then with a mask and all the with a mask were completely clean and i'm like actually if you did it with actual covid covid can very easily get through a cloth mask right. i mean it helps for sure <clears throat> i'm not saying don't wear a mask because there's no reason like people should be wearing masks because it helps but Bacteria is a lot larger than COVID, and so masks block bacteria, mm -hmm. but they don't block COVID as well. Yeah. Like, it can take... Because the average mask is, like, 0. 0.3 microns big. They're Yeah. And the COVID's, like, 0. 0.1, so it can get through. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's, like, this thing just made it seem like, oh, masks are, like, 100% can block no. it like from I said, coming what do you out? know? Like, misinformation no. on Facebook. Yeah. What yeah. do you oh, know? Possible. I know. Well, you'll like these numbers then. Um, the World Health Organization. Okay? So yep. WHO, we trust them? Because the United States doesn't want to work with them anymore. Do we trust their numbers, though? Nah. They lost a lot of credibility. Well, the problem with the World Health Organization is they can only be as good as the countries that are reporting. Right. That's right. <laughs> and yeah, if that's the, very true. If the countries are... That looking to save uh, themselves, then they're not going to tell people what's okay. going on. So the latest numbers on COVID are 12.9 million people in the world have contracted it. Mm -hmm. And 571,000 have died. Okay? Oh, that's it? Mm -hmm. That's worldwide. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what it said. On, I just checked it literally just on the internet, the, the latest numbers they had. If you could check it again, Andy, that'd be great. Because I want to give you something else here. I want to read it, a paragraph after you... So twelve nine five seventy one. That's what I got. What do you got? Uh, I wasn't checking. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? He was playing I was doing Galaga. The, yeah, candy. Crush. Were you playing Galaga? <laughs> no. <laughs> he was playing Galaga, wasn't he? I don't know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> anyway, so it's a great game, though. Don't. I'm not mad at you for playing. <laughs> well, you could do that. Now that you're on your you. <laughs> Computer. Fun as hell. The only reason why that came, we were up at uh, Breezy Point, and there mm. was a, old vintage mm -hmm. games They were up all there. broken, too. Most there was like an broken. arcade, yeah. and it was like, since <laughs> they're all broken. They're all broken. All these games you cannot play. Ms. Yeah. Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah, 571 well, seems to be accurate. Yeah, 12.9 million people have contracted <clears throat> coronavirus, okay. and 571,000 of them have died. Okay? Last year, according to the World Health Organization... Uh, well, by the way, WHO estimates that 1.8 billion people in the world, close, close to one quarter of the world's population, are infected with mycobacterium tuberculosis. Jeez. The bacteria that causes TB. Tom Bernard. They all, yes, yeah. cause Tom Bernard. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's a heavy-duty bacteria. Last year, 10 million people fell ill from tuberculosis and one and a half million died. Yeah, tuberculosis Holy. is a... Not, it's a big deal. Why don't we know about this then? Did no you one, know that? No one cares. Because TB's been around forever. Yeah, but you could still get it and kill you. Yeah, and it's much more likely to. Which much I, more likely yeah. to kill you. We don't really you. get that much in America, right? Mm -hmm. this, I don't know. What's the deal? Isn't this just pr further proof that this is all about the election? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know, like, it seems like just yesterday it was if you leave your house, right. you're going to get coronavirus and right. die instantly. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever you do, go buy toilet paper and then sit inside. Yeah. How can they just lie and lie and lie? That's all. I don't think it's. A, I mean, like hundreds of thousands of people have died. Didn't they used to? Like team. it's not like oh, like who cares? It's yeah. Like they, the common cold. Like it's still a 
serious thing. Well, so mm. is TB, but we never hear about that. They don't warn us about that. Didn't they used to test us as They did back kids, in the day, yeah. Because the test would leave this weird mark on your skin. I thought that was the vaccination. That was the test? Because I never got that scar. I don't know. I have a scar from... Yeah, it, had, yeah, it was like this little pokey scar. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. about that big around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that was the test. I don't know if I got one or not. They probably didn't come to St. Joe's. I'm not going to that ghetto school. <laughs> Everybody's got TB over Everybody's there. Everybody's got TB over there. We're not going over there. Forget about it. Forget all about it. But I just find that interesting that we don't hear a damn word about TB, and it's much more likely to kill you than COVID. Well, but I mean, here's the thing. Like, people, like mosquitoes are the most dangerous animal on the planet. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, yeah, but it's not like everybody's like, murder all the mosquitoes, don't go outside because you might get bit by a mosquito. It's like, yeah. it's just part of life and you're not mm-hmm. likely to die by a mosquito bite if you live in. Yeah, what don't they, they, tra- they transmit? Encephalitis, Zika, yeah, technically uh, malaria. malaria. <laughs> they're nasty yeah, little they're, beings. They're yes. bad. They're bad. Yeah. So, so it's like, but so you have to kind of think of it as like. Yes, lots of people die from lots of other things, but this is brand new, and mm. lots of people have died in a pretty short amount of time. But what about Zika? Zika, now nobody ever talks about that. Nobody ever. That talks was going to kill it. everybody. Yeah. Well, Bird that's flu. but that's like Bird flu is going to concentrated to small areas. But it was all it was coming yeah, into was. the United States. It was in Florida. It was no, in I remember. Texas. I canceled, it was in California. I canceled a trip because of Zika because I was pregnant. Yeah. And now so you like, never hear about Florida. it at all. I see you see pictures of Zika babies. You do still? Yeah. Zika baby. <laughs> <laughs> I but don't you, think right. But you Great. don't have things like you have you know what the the new hot thing on college campuses is right now? V D. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's really nice, honey. That is really nice. It's, 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 it's about as... The new hot thing. Really nice. I don't know if was still on the show. Well. No, it's... Uh, they're throwing COVID parties. Oh. Oh, yeah. They find somebody... Yeah. They find somebody who's positive, and then they invite them over. Oh, like, so a, the like a chicken pox, chicken pox party. party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they can just get it and get, get it over with? People yeah. are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? And see, one of the things... They also get VD. Uh, one of the things I heard was, uh, you know, when the whole COVID thing first happened, we talked about old people and people at higher risk. But the minimum age has started lowering. It's now 39. What is? For morbidity. From COVID? Yes. No way. Yes. Who came up with that? There was a doc- <laughs> it's a doctor that I listen to every week. Not, the not he's, true at all. It didn't go from 76 to, to 39. 39. Andy. Andy. Mm. Do the Mark, and, and he, Get off of Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> he's down in, what's the name of the hospital in Rochester? Um, Mayo. 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 Yeah. He is the one. He's the Shit top infection yeah, person. Says. Yeah, what a that, that, that's, that's Tom Bernard's that way of, yeah. of, of just shutting it down. Yeah. It was just yeah. Monday. This week yeah. can only get better. <laughs> Any information that he doesn't like, yeah. like what do you got, Andy? You should and... exercise. Those people are in. No, you also got to understand morbidity. Just not only means death. What? What are you talking about? Mortality death. would be. Mortality would be death. death. Right. 
Morbidity is kind of like jokes that Tevin tells. <laughs> morbid as hell. Yeah. What do you got, Andy? Uh, let's see here. Survey says. It's a ding, great ding. question. Look up morbidity. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean anyway? <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll get me back with a. Uh, did you know about this guest? No. This is a hell of a coincidence, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, how do you know about it now? What have you been doing? What game have you been playing? I Tiger Woods golf again? I don't reread things. I, no, I want to be t- we talked about it. Right. Mm-hmm. We definitely talked Dr. about this. <laughs> about, about Shay Mayfield? Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, I wasn't in here then. No, no you, you were totally playing no, Tiger Woods golf. No, I was yeah, not. I was, yeah, I was yeah. taking care of legal issues. I notice every time he doesn't pay attention, there's like somebody suing me, or it's like yeah. a legal yeah. issue. Would you like to see my email chain yeah. to my attorney? He would. Because I can share with you if you'd like. Let's call Todd Hennon yeah, right now over at Madeline Associates. We're fact checking morbidity and your your legal. Your story. Counsel. You know, I think yeah. Alex Jones is right. <laughs> we need to take a break. Oh, he's yeah. Way yeah. far right. Yeah. We'll be right back. Great guests coming up next. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Well, that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. <laughs> Let me take you down. Nice. Oh, do you have, you've got the kid videos going down there? Is our guest ready to go? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's not okay. Good, Fonda said, I'm Shardy Nana. <laughs> I'm Shardy Nana. Okay, well, that's <laughs> the respect great, from yeah. our grandchildren. What a great family. Young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What does a shardy mean? You don't know what a shard is? A combination of a turd and a fart. It's usually an uh-huh. accident. 
Usually. Usually. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> I've never heard of an intentional shirt. I've heard of intentionally yeah. a few times. Yeah. But you, you know what I'm going to do today at one? Intentional shirt. As soon as the show's over, I'm going in my Being car. excuse to change these how pants. does a four and a two-year-old even know that if this 58-year-old doesn't know that? Because, because I think one of them did one. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Sage, instead of fart, says shart. And he's like... Fawn said that to somebody, and they were like, oh, my God. And then he, they, she started calling my dad Shardy Bop Bop, and now it's turned into a whole thing. Yeah. All right. We are ready to go, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Um, Shay, I have to tell you something. It was quite a coincidence today because I, uh, I don't look ahead at who the guests are going to be and all the rest of it. And for some reason, I don't know why, other than the fact I loved them, I was singing Freddy's Dead about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and I, I didn't even know you were going to be on. I looked down and go, wait a minute, Shane Mayfield's going to be on? You had intuition. Your father had no bigger fan than me, I will tell you that. I loved Curtis Mayfield. Oh, uh, yeah. It's always good, good to hear. Uh, good to hear people that, that, that uh, love his music that, that I'm out here promoting. I can understand that. During the COVID-19 days, Curtis' son, Shay Mayfield, has been hosting a weekly live show Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time from the family's Atlanta home base on Facebook Live, featuring personal stories about his dad and playing the music, uh, Genius's music. Most recently, he hosted one of his dad's favorite collaborators, Mavis Staples. There's another great name, the Staples uh, singers. It's just... Let me ask you a question, Shane. I'll get off this, but I always have to ask this question because I grew up listening to rhythm and blues. I love R&B. You're talking about your dad, the Temptations. You go down the list of people. And that music has kind of been put on the back back burner now because we've got rap and all the rest of it. I am not a big rap fan for that very reason because you don't hear the staple singers. You don't hear your father's music, uh, you know, on uh, most of the stations now. There are some... But Minneapolis really doesn't have one where you can hear good R&B anymore. Really? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> he goes, really? <laughs> What's wrong with you all? <laughs> you got problems up there. <laughs> yeah, okay, we do have problems up here. I just, but I did. I mean, all the way from, I mean, just think about the singers, or the Aretha Franklins of the world, and you go down the list. Marvin Gaye, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I adored your father's music. Just fantastic. I miss it horribly. Are we ever going to get it back, do you think? Uh, to go back to that type of, uh, you know, the, the, there still are uh, a small, there's still a small movement of uh, organic-based bands who sing uh that kind of music, although it's it's of a newer generation, even going around today. But as far as something that authentic and and you know, it, I think I, I don't know if we're going to get something like that again or something like what we have now uh, again. I just I just don't see it in my personal opinion. You know, I got to be honest with you, Shay. I'd rather hear about Freddie dying than bitches and whores. Got to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not yeah. my deal, you know. Yeah. Uh, it just was. Su- it's such 
touchy. I mean, you look through the Temptations' entire library. There was everything from, you know, political arguments to talking about mm-hmm. what love really is. You're everything to me. You're yeah. my everything. I mean, it, and your father's music, the same situation. First of all, that was one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. It might be the greatest soundtrack of all time. Maybe shoulder to shoulder with The Godfather. It was it was a great soundtrack. Oh yeah, it was a, a wonderful soundtrack. I think I've I've listened to that thing on on tape, vinyl, CD, um, just about every format there is available. Is you know just over and over because it's such a great piece of work that that he uh, that he wrote and produced back in '72. Now, Shay, do you are you a singer yourself? I do not sing. I am a uh, I am a, a hobbyist keyboardist. With, oh, okay. Uh, All right. My my dad had had introduced me to uh, the genre of jazz music, and uh, I just I loved it so much. And I I just I started playing uh, saxophone, and then I started playing keyboard. So uh, in this day and age, I'm I'm. You know, whenever I come home from a long day, I'll just sit there, play a couple of tunes. And, and right now I'm working on passing that down to, uh, to my children. Right. Yeah, that makes total sense. I would encourage you to, to at least do the, the talking part at the beginning of Kiss and Say Goodbye. You'd be perfect for that part. <laughs> I called you I, here today. I can look into that. Called you here today for a bit of bad news. <laughs> You'd be really good. <laughs> it's wonderful stuff. I, I, you know, it's one of the things about America that I think we should talk about is how black people in America rose up in the music business by being so incredibly talented. You couldn't turn your back on them. Now it was called race music when it first came out for younger people. Uh, performances by black artists. It was, it was called race music in the early, like the late 40s, early 50s. And then rock and roll came from, do you guys know where the term rock and roll came from? Uh, I do not know that little piece of trivia. You're going to have to fill me in on that. Is I cannot remember the woman's name, but it was her term while singing about having sex with a man. She called it rock and roll. <laughs> that's a true story look that up with Andy would you find her name that yeah. sounds very appropriate <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, you're absolutely right uh, earliest is 1914 my man rocks me with one steady roll by Trixie Smith Trixie Smith it was in 19 uh, 19 when 1914 14 oh, wow. I didn't even know they had sex back then <laughs> <laughs> She was imprisoned for the rest of her life. But I think, you know, you you would have huge hits on the radio, but because you were black, you were still not allowed to perform in certain arenas or theaters or whatever. And the music was so great, they couldn't deny black people. It was just so good and sold so well, they finally realized, well, man, if we don't allow black performers, we're going to lose money. We're going to lose a lot of money. So as soon as the money part came along, of course, you were okay. <laughs> well, yeah. well, and how many how many people like you know Elvis and her, they they took oh, a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no doubt about yeah. that. Got his kid, his grandson killed himself last night. You see that? Oh, what? Oh. Elvis Presley's grandson killed himself know. last night. What? I saw that. Oh my god! Oh, he looked just like Elvis too. Oh. Looked just like him. It's only like Shay. I think he was what twenty-seven years old, something oh, like that. That's terrible. 
But, you know, see, that's one of the great things when I did. And like I said, I just happened to be singing one of your father's songs. I didn't know you were going to be on because I don't look ahead at, at what's going to come up. But I'm glad you were on today because, you know, particularly, like you said, during the COVID-19 days here, I think it's really important, you know, uh, you know, everybody's staying at home, then Black Lives Matter and all the rest of it going on. Minneapolis is one of the hubs. And that's where it's all started with George Floyd, obviously, is here in Minneapolis. But I just think it's very, very important that we, we talk about your father's music and people of his era, because what they did for music was damn near impossible, but they still got it done. It was very impressive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Shay, uh, does your, did your dad come from uh, gospel roots? Yes, he, he uh, like a lot of uh, black performers and, and musicians of his his time, his generation, you know, you, you started playing and singing music in the church, and I think his uh, his grandmother, who was a uh, spiritual advisor, had a uh, church which he attended, and he would he sang sang in the church. Uh, one of the things I, I was thinking about earlier was uh, some of his influence came from. The, there's a, old, a gospel group called the Old the Five Blind Boys of Alabama. I think yes, that's yeah, five, that's right. Yeah, and and he he would he played that a lot. So and when you when you start going looking back on his roots, as far as how he got into music and how he started writing, I think both gospel was definitely a, a key influence. Gospel and, and jazz. I think it's wonderful. Shay Mayfield, ladies and gentlemen, uh, weekly. Uh, he's got the book, of course, Poetic License in Poem and Song by Curtis Mayfield. He's got the show on Facebook. Again, during the COVID-19 days, Curtis' son, Shay Mayfield, has been hosting a weekly live show Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time from the family's Atlanta home based on Facebook Live, featuring personal stories about his dad and uh, playing uh, the music uh, genius's music. Most recently, he hosted one of his dad's favorite collaborators, Mavis Staples, who herself, she could sing just a little bit. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> just a little Unmistakable bit. Unmistakable voice there. Mr. Mayfield, please come back. I'd love to talk to you a lot more. I, uh, that was just a terrific conversation. But again, I think you should cut the, recut the opening of Kiss and Say Goodbye. It sounded really good. Oh, right, yeah. I'll, I'll take that into consideration. <laughs> All right, sir. Have a great day. Thank you for having me. Thanks. We'll be back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. 
That was a thrill for me, and I didn't know it was coming. I and, and JB can tell you, I'm not kidding you. I started singing a Curtis Mayfield song like 10 minutes before I found out he was going to be on. But his father was just God. What a musician, singer, player, writer, was, all of it. Well, I think you know, but um, my dad was a weekend DJ. You know, he played Disco Inferno. No, he played, <laughs> <laughs> played more than that. But a weekend DJ. My, yeah, he would play yeah, private parties or local bars oh. in St. Louis, and um, had an aunt and uncle that would come over, and the aunt always wanted to hear Aretha Franklin. Oh yeah. And the uncle always wanted to hear Curtis Mayfield. Curtis Mayfield. That makes mm-hmm. total sense. There is there ever going to be a singer like Aretha again? You think ever? No, no. I don't think I, so either. She, it, she was a once in a generation Man. type talent. What an unbelievable! Yeah, she could singer. sing opera. She can yeah. sing gospel. Uh, she could sing R and B. Whose funeral was she? she? Sang Ave Maria at their funeral. Uh, oh God! If you didn't tear up on that one, you have no feeling whatsoever. Yeah, I, I think like the closest thing would be like a an Adele type singer today. Yeah, yeah. Adele's like as close as yeah. Yeah, she, Adele won't be like go down as as iconic of a singer, but yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, as far as like a voice goes, I think that's probably as close I just as we'll love get. that whole style. Of, this is the house that Jack built, y'all. I love that. You kind know, of who singer. actually is a pretty versatile singer is Lady Gaga. Oh yeah, no, she's she actually can a actually yeah. sing. She, she, can. Yeah. Yeah, she, she doesn't have that depth that <clears throat> no, Aretha um, had, but she's... the late Amy Winehouse also had a great Absolutely. voice. Absolutely, yes. she did have she, a really yeah. great voice. She did. Who's the other woman I was th- thinking of too? She's uh... oh Anita Baker. Yeah, yes. Anita Baker can sing. Mm-hmm. Man. Woo! Is, is she still touring? I, I'd love to see her, but I've I never... saw her about 10, 15 years ago. God, what a singer! So, uh, uh, the audience was amazing. The hats and the <laughs> oh, yeah. outfits oh, get the were going. planned for weeks. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I was like, love look it. at this crowd. They were very decked out. But I think she was trying to start a con- uh, comeback before COVID hit. And it oh, Why did she even need a comeback? The woman's a phenomenal singer with a ton of great hits. Well, it's just like... You know, I guess. Some people step away for around a while and raise a family and do those things. Yeah, and, that, well, that's true. Yeah, you know, that's like Charday did it. For she stepped away for twelve years to raise a daughter. Another one could sing a lot. Yeah, she was very good. And I, I love the. <laughs> who was the comedian said, "Charde, my ass. Your name is Sadie." <laughs> <laughs> Day, my ass. Sade, it looks like. Yeah, Sade. 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 Yeah. I know we so Dan and I weirdly love Sade and we'll oh, like, fantastic. like we'll yeah. listen to her after the kids go to bed and just like talk and whatever. And there's a book that Fawn has that the little girl in her bedroom has a bunch of posters of Sade in her room. And I was like the first time I read it to Fawn, I was like, Dan! Sade! <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing about music. I mean, it just, you know, it's very it's a very fickle audience. People love mm. it and then all of a sudden they move on to somebody else and then they're you know, yeah. forgotten. Yeah. Or and now in today's world where it's YouTube and everything, you'll find like some singer in the middle of Arkansas that has uh, yeah. this huge cult following. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That you've yeah. never heard of. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
know it's really it weird. It's very weird. It's like there's a guy named Russ that's like an R&B rapper kind of guy, and he started out like just making YouTube videos and didn't sign to a label, and now will sell out arenas because he was able to like build up this audience yeah, and make smart. great music. That's amazing. Crazy. Now owns all his own stuff, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go see Aretha because I never did get to see Marvin Gaye. I always wanted to see him, and I never got a chance. Why didn't you? Because he was dead. How many years ago has he been dead? Dead, shot, and killed him. How many years ago was that? Now, that was a long time ago. How many yes. years ago was what? When Marvin, Marvin Gaye Gay died. Marvin Gaye died in 84. Wow. Oh, yes, really? Yeah, yeah. Been a while. We yeah. have John Savage. John Savage. How are you doing, John? Hello. Is this Tom? It is indeed, sir. I had a great time talking to you on the morning show last week, and I'm glad you joined us for the afternoon show as well. It's a different audience, so that's great. Oh, well, thank you very much. This is very generous of you, and, you know, it's an honor to be a part of your show, and it's an honor being considered for an Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine this is quite an honor, yes. Yeah. The SEAL team, the sea, air, and, and land team, the special, uh, special forces, extremely well-trained, and also having a lot of time, I think we mentioned before, a lot of time in military service. But the thing is, they are trained, and they know, like some of the new guys, you don't you don't make jokes in the bar about the fact that this is just is all uh, you know nothing's really going on, and they're they're not going to attack us, or these new guys in greenies, uh, maybe getting a little relaxed. And, and my son challenges them. I might have mentioned that before. You know, probably gave him a smack. You know, slap because you cannot let your pants down when you're in the middle of an active zone. And these guys have been doing it in Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan as a team. And they've been supporting each other through difficulties. And, uh, you know, now they're on a base with, you know, really good leadership with their squad. With Tom, I mean, David Borinaz, and Jason Hayes on the show, is, is, is carrying a lot of weight with men lost over the years. And it's, it's a continual burden when it comes back to them that, you know, there are there are wins, and then there are a different kind of win when people sacrifice. And this is the, diff the difficulty of services. You really put your life on the line in the hospitals today. You put your life on the line taking things for granted today. Um, we need to be a team. And when he comes home, it's difficult there because who is on his side there? He doesn't like his father. He fought with him all the time. But I'm too old for this fighting all, all the time, and I really wish that things maybe would change. Yeah. And actually, his lady friend, Hannah, helps that and helps him take some steps. And in the long run, I see the character in my, my son has, has really grown through the help of those men that he was serving with. And I want to support his effort with this devotion he still carries, whether or not he comes home soon. I wish he would, but he still has that that devotion and, and, and commitment going on. So as a part of his team, I will keep this ranch going, but in the meantime, I am more committed to what he has in his heart and his mind going for himself and others with service. And uh, right now, we kind of got to look, we got to look out. You know, people come up to me, I don't need those masks. I don't need that. Right. I don't, I, 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 me, 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 me. Hey, buddy, <laughs> what about me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. what about me? You know, I got to wear a mask for you. And that's, that's, a, it's a simple thing, but, you know, God bless us all. We can do it. You know, we can do this yep. and save another person. You know, it's not, it's not a joke. Um, 
a lot of people sometimes, as what they think is a courageous thing, will overlook the rules. God bless you. You can't. You have to accept, you know, this and listen to others. Listen to them. You know, somebody's really upset and screaming, we got to do this, we got to, I want it, I want this, I want this, I want that. Listen to them. They're freaking out. They're scared. Yep. You know, false evidence appearing real. They're, they feel all alone. We got to find somebody that understands what I'm going through. You know, I lost my job. I have no money. I don't know what to do for my family. I don't know what to do for my kids. I don't know what I'm going to be doing next. Hear you. I hear you loud and clear. I don't care what your politics are. You know, I sympathize with that. And as an American, I'm going to try to do my best. As an American, you know, as an actor, there's a lot of actors just doing volunteering all over the place. A great people, Gary Sinise, with his great oh, love him as an advocate, his thing, and the activities I see with young vets. I mean, from Vietnam with his psychological post post recovery with alcohol and drugs. Uh, a lot of good people putting psychological, uh, for mental health and, and, and emotional health together. You know, this SAW Save a Warrior, or like with Gary, his thing with uh, Wounded Warrior, or Mission 22 from down in Texas. These things are going on all over the country, little by little. We, we can do more, too, all of us who don't have a program. You know, we're, we're looking at other people to do it for us. And this, you know, with those kids doing that march, all right. It was a mess, but not as bad as it could have been. And so this is where we've got to encourage this organized effort for peaceful activities, uh, bringing help to people that can't find it. Um, and a lot of this can be done by the young people who may not think they can do anything because they, they just have a spirit. And, uh, you know, a lot of men and women coming back, I've seen the spirit in them. You know, after their service for years, a lot of them, 10, more, 10 or more years or an extensive amount of time. You, you know, you, they, they do deserve our support and our help. A lot of them wounded in many ways. And there's just this, you know, I saw, I saw this with wounded in my dad's experience after Second World War. Going around to meet, and he was a tough little kid, six foot eight, basket, basketball, swimming, champion, champion athlete. And he lost his squad. He lost his whole squad of Marines. Guadalcanal. So he had his emotional things that he went through. And my tiny little mom, you know, that little hand on his shoulder, that's a lot. And boom, he pulled himself together, and all right, no work, but the, through the government help, through the, the GI Bill, got a brand new Studebaker for 400 bucks. <laughs> oh, or a nice house in right. Levittown. Right. A, a year ago, when I was about three or four, it was a field, and then a thousand houses put up. For me, they were all mansions. It was great. And uh, Levittown was a great little town to start. And from there, other little little communities being built, Old Beth Page on Long Island. And all over the country now, I see, I've been seeing that for 20 years, up in the Northeast, Northwest, rather, and both, both coasts and also interior country. we got to bring and support those new businesses in those areas. And the small farms. The small farms can work together independently, you know, and just to respect this effort of community where people can build new communities with differences, you know? You don't have to love everybody, but actually that's what brings things together. Just a, a silence when you want to listen. Yep. Something like your wife. You know, just zip it. Let, let her talk. And all the things they say, they want to get out, they want to vent. Okay, 
Well, now, why don't we go help that guy put his shop back together after all the uncle had tore it apart? Why don't we help find out what's going on on the other side of the street? And uh, this is what our country's about right now. It's probably the most most time for respect and changing, uh, you know, that we need at the same time. I hope I'm not going to uh, break through your important questions if you get one. No, 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 John. I love to hear to hear you talk about these things. Well, the, to, did I tell you the story about the last time I talked to Gary Sinise? I can't remember if that came up when I just talked to you last week, but well, I thought when when Gary was doing the uh, the Cadillac commercials back in the day, he was a voiceover guy for Cadillac. And I was talking one day because he used to talk to him about his, you know, CSI show and about, you know, all these other different shows. He's a hell of an actor. He's a great actor, right? But this is what I love about people like him and about people like you. So Gary Sinise, I'm talking to Gary Sinise. He goes, oh, man, this really cool thing happened. I said, what was that? He goes, well, we're going to shoot a new Cadillac commercial. And, of course, Led Zeppelin's... uh, Rock and roll, I believe, was the the music they used for the Cadillac commercials. And he goes, it was this really cool thing because I showed up on the set. And they said, hey, you want to go for a ride? Because, uh, you know, uh, they're going to take one of the Cadillacs, the new Cadillacs, out for a ride. And Robert's going to drive. He goes, okay, well, I don't know Robert, but I'll get him. And he goes, Tom, I got in the car and it was Robert Plant, man. How exciting was that? And I said, you're you're Gary Sinise. What do you mean, how exciting is that? You're one of the great actors out there. Right, right, right. And his wife, I worked with her. Brilliant. Just a brilliant woman. No doubt about it. You know, he's written a book, too, I'm looking forward to get. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's good to read. I mean, there's also a book about some other people, uh, Newt Gingrich, and people in the last 40 years that have been a part of our, just the change in the face of a lot of our different uh, institutions, different people. We're getting exposed more and more. And yet the, the facts are, it's, we got to keep it simple, you know. Yep. Um, we, can, we can learn and watch television, young people too. I, I mean, I watch a lot of people screaming at their kid when they're small because they can't get their attention away from the TV. Mm-hmm. And now it's proven those little kids sitting quietly when they do in front of a TV aren't watching. Their brain has gone into a peaceful state, a peaceful state of like meditation. And so there's difficult periods of just uh, those moments where young people are discovering themselves, you know, from, from date of birth up to five years old, the most, most growth and the most brain growth. So talk to your child and don't scare them with your dialogue, but let them know you want to hear them and talk with them. And my God, this is something as an adult I need to do too. I love it. John Savage, ladies and gentlemen, SEAL Team, all access, all episodes now streaming. John, I love seeing your name on the docket. I appreciate your time today, sir. Me too, and God bless you, and uh, let's be safe. And here's to all the people in service in our country today, men and women like you. Take care. Thank you very much. John Savage, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. He is, uh, you know how many actors starred in The Deer Hunter and starred in Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing? I mean, think think about that crossover. Yeah, there. that's a At very the, different yeah. film genre. I just love the guy, John Savage. You guys know who John Savage is, don't you? Yeah. Well, I just looked him up, and he. You've I seen him in a ton of things. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, he's yeah. Seen him in a ton. He's one of those you ever guys. See the Godfather. I mean, not the Godfather. Did you ever see? Uh, um, what the hell did I just? Reference? Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. <laughs> no. 
What? No. Get out. <laughs> Actually, a classic, I mean, man. Movie, no, it's one of the great movies of all time, but John Savage is incredibly good in that movie. I'll have to check he, it out. He plays a uh, prisoner of war. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, he's good in it. He's amazing. All right, that's going to do it. JB, what else you got? Nothing much. Just <laughs> working Stop hard. Stop pulling hunting Whitey closer to you. <laughs> I saw you doing it. <laughs> Just working hard. Hi, puppy. That's how it is. All right, we'll mm-hmm. talk to you tomorrow with the family. <laughs>